Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Nice buns. Soft, fluffy, and ultra-low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra-low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Uh, welcome to another episode of Sour Graps. I'm your host, Alex Pulowski. And, 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 and when they released 13 NXT talents during SmackDown, and it's the first NXT show back from that, and there was an edict being passed around that, that seems to spell the end of NXT as we know it. When all those things are true, then then I get to can I get to use the sour grabs catchphrase? Everything sucks. For those of you who don't watch the the program, the Fightful Select Show, the traditional beverage of sour grabs is lemonade. I try and stay away from lemonade when I don't need to be extra sour. But uh, so so so, in the NXT shows, I don't I don't I, I don't have to be. Why why would I be? You know, <laughs> NXT's been pretty good, not great, but pretty good since the move to Tuesdays. The early shows on Tuesdays, the first few weeks were really good. It's been going, it's been plateauing and then down a little bit and then plateauing for a little bit, maybe a little uptick here and there, but for the most part, just pretty good. I shudder to think what NXT might be in three or four months. If what we were hearing this past weekend was true, if the releases continue, I shudder. That's me shuddering to think what NXT might be. Uh, please leave a like, subscribe, uh, tap the bell for notifications. You know the whole drill. Uh, if you're in the chat, please yeah, leave a like. It would be nice. We would like that. 
Also, subscribe to Fightful Select. That's the best way to uh, to support Fightful. Um, uh, and uh, support me because I'm on Fightful Select. I do uh, a Raw review every every Tuesday uh, and a, a SmackDown review most Saturdays, sometimes on a Friday. Um, and I, I I rip a new one into main roster booking because main roster booking is main roster booking. Uh, so we'll we'll see because tonight's main event was a great match with the main roster booking. So um, we'll 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 talk about that when we come to it. Uh, also, I should note, Milwaukee, where I am, is uh, is in the middle of a, a thunderstorm. It was really bad earlier. Thirty blocks from me, gigantic oak trees were uprooted. There were fires all over the the town just to the just to the east of us, just the west of us. Uh, from lightning down power lines. It was scary for a while. My power never went out, thank God. But we're not out of the woods yet. I still see a few flashes of lightning out the window. So if this whole thing were to collapse, that's the reason. And we'll, we'll owe you one. Uh, we'll, do a, we'll do the actual NXT thing on a delay. I also want to let you know that uh, Fightful, uh, this podcast is brought, for you, brought to you by allform.com slash Fightful. Go there, get yourself some brand new modular furniture delivered in a jiffy. It's really good stuff. Uh, we like allform.com here, allform.com slash Fightful. Please uh, send in a super chat, um, uh, and, and I will read your question or statement on the air, and we'll discuss it. You get to control where this is going. really supports us. Thank you very much. Uh, Rob Reed, for example... Uh, sent in one that says uh, uh, that tonight's show was like a surefire inside the park home run, but somehow getting tagged at home plate. Yeah, no, the the, the runner, uh, easy, easy, easy inside the park home run. The outfielder couldn't find the ball. It was lost in the ivy in Wrigley Field. And then halfway between third base and home plate, uh, the runner was like, what? What's What's going on? What happened? I'm distracted. And then got tagged out. Yeah. Uh, and just stellar Justin Lopez says, after TakeOver 36, we may see the end of an era. <sighs> it's, um, might be true. Um, before we get into the show, I've talked extensively about the NXT releases on the on Fightful Select uh, during the Saturday night uh, Sour Grab show. But this is the NXT podcast, so real quickly. RIP those 13, including some people that Bronson Reed, man, he was he was he was the the previous NXT North American champ. Um just Gone, Bobby Fish seems like he's been in NXT uh, 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 a staple. For, for gone, he's gone. Um, Mercedes Martinez cut while recovering from a concussion she sustained inside an NXT ring. Um, just <laughs> not a not a not a great look um, to cut all these people. There's people that like cut. They cut people like Jake Atlas who's uniformly loved uh they, but they cut people who were leon ruff a former nxt champion nxt north american champion excuse me 
uh, was with his match that he had taped days earlier aired on 205 Live along with Asher Hale. Ari Sterling also got cut. Like these are people who were on TV. Tyler Rust, part of the diamond mine. Cut. Get out. We don't need you. We don't want you. Get out. And the 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 scuttlebutt going around is that um that they're gonna do a a a reha a re a reboot, a a re a re thinking of NXT going back to developmental, going away from like a super indie to like what was described by Dave Meltzer as the Kurt Axel NXT. But he wasn't Kurt Axel in NXT. He was Michael effing McGillicuddy in NXT. And that era of NXT, go back and watch it, I dare ya. Because outside of like Seth Rollins and Big E and the and the Wyatts, but, but all those people got called up. The, the the there were some there were some doldrums down there at that point. The only thing before that is like Daniel Bryan era NXT, where they're like, it's a quiz show and let's all do an obstacle course. If, if that's where you want to go back to, Vince, you can count me out. I I, I, I have no interest in that. There was an, a, uh, the edict that apparently was going around, which Dave Meltzer seemed like he was quoting. So then I'm allowed to quote Dave Meltzer because the word being used is a borderline slur in my book. Uh, no more midgets. A, the fact that you can think that just about, we don't want smaller people in our developmental territory. Just the fact that you can say that. Uh, if you said smaller people or undersized individuals, it would still be like, really, in 2021? But if you say the word which I'm not going to say again, a, a, uh, a, a now derided term for little people. In 2021, as a policy that you're going to implement. Just beyond the pale. So, when Vince and Johnny Ace... Richard came and visited the PC a while ago. And we were like, oh no, who are they going to call up? Who's, whose career are they going to ruin when they call them up to, to, to Raw, when they drag them down to Raw? turns out I, they may not have been doing that. They may have been just scouting to see who they could fire because they weren't tall or heavy enough. Then, last night, on Raw, uh, Karrion Cross, the current NXT champion who was on Raw but wasn't on NXT tonight, apart from being a, a video package, uh, he upped his record on, on, on the main roster to two and two. So congratulations to Karrion Cross to making it back to 500. And they taped main event last night, and the soft call up that went to Aaliyah. When she broke ranks with the Robert Stone brand, we haven't seen her since. She's been doing dark matches and stuff to get ready for the main roster. She had a main event match on main event uh, last night. 
uh, where she beat Dakota Kai, who is the current number one contender for the women's championship of NXT. And she lost to a woman whose gimmick was she lost every match while in NXT. If you think that doesn't hurt the perception overall of your third brand, which is now like your your minor league system, you're crazy. Ricardo El Idolo says he seems like the no little people edict, the no uh, the low the no midget edict has changed the breakout tournament. So this will be interesting. I I, I kind of always thought that uh, Trey Baxter, the former Blake Christian, was going to lose that match, uh, but certainly now he's going to lose that match to a guy as big as Odyssey Jones. Woo boy. Um, and DeLeo says that the whole show just felt empty. Even with some of the show being okay today, it seemed like everyone involved wasn't invested. Well, if you believe some reports from earlier in the day, tensions were high backstage. Because remember, this is the first time people have come to TV taping since all their friends got fired. So yeah, it would be a little... People might not be invested because they don't know the next time if they're going to see their next paycheck. They might be fired on a whim whenever whenever the crazy man decides, yes, I'll, we'll do that. The nerd guru asks, why does Vince hate NXT? Is it because they failed to beat AEW in the ratings? Or is it because takeovers were continuously better than main roster shiznit? Um, I think it's the first one. But I also I also feel like um I, listen this is just my opinion I feel I feel like Vince is recognizing that he's on the way out you know what I mean like how how many more years can he actually do this I mean he's 75 I mean his mother is still alive apparently I think if not she lived to a ripe old age over 100 I think uh, so maybe he's saying my genes are so good and I keep myself in such good good shape. I'll be ruining wrestling for the next three decades. But uh, maybe he's like, I'm trying to get everything in order and I feel threatened by my son-in-law. I feel like he's going to usurp me. I mean, maybe, I don't know. He seems like a kind of mad king, doesn't he? Like a Shakespearean character who's realizing that he can't hold on to the throne forever, so he might as well just burn it before anybody else can take it. And the way to do that, the way to get back at his to get his son-in-law is to ruin his son-in-law's little vanity fed and turn it back into his idea of what developmental was supposed to be. I mean, that's the that's the thing, right? The developmental is, was Vince's idea of that was never let's hire all the all the small guys from the indies, the work rate guys. And, and and we'll just we'll just build our little indie here. You know, his idea was let's bring in these people, maybe some people who've never wrestled before. We'll train them how to wrestle our way, and then after a while, we'll bring them up to the main roster, and we'll we'll build these people, mold them, shape them, develop them in in my image, the way I want it to be, and they'll be future WWE WrestleMania main eventers. But that 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 version sucked. And as soon as I started picking up really talented guys from the indies, 
and, and putting on great matches and putting on these takeovers everybody was talking about. All of a sudden, the interest went crazy. People, the the more hardcore wrestling, I knew people in 2017 who said, I haven't watched a Raw or a SmackDown in forever, but I'll never miss an episode of NXT. It's the only reason I got the network. And I, I don't know, maybe, maybe Vince resented that. Maybe he did. We never know. So, um, <laughs> tonight's show was started with uh, Dakota Kai, who lost again to Aaliyah last night. Um, she was, it was supposed to be Ember Moon versus Saray, but Ember Moon wasn't cleared. So now it's Dakota Kai versus Saray. Um, and, and this is so, this is so interesting. If you look at uh, the, there must've been two different schools of thought for the opening match and the main event. Cause the main, the, the, the first match, the first match, Dakota Kai and Saray is very good. I think both of them are great. I love Dakota Kai. I really do. Which is why it sucks to see her losing to Aaliyah on main event. Um, I think Saray, excuse me, has a, has a lot of, I think there's a really cool opportunity for them to tell the story. Who knows if they even will? They could release Saray tomorrow. You never know. Um, there's a really cool opportunity for them to tell a light versus dark story with the two Japanese women, Saray versus Io Shirai. I mean, Io Shirai has never really turned face. She's she's just she's just a little off. It would only take a tweak in her character to make her go back to like that dark version of Io Shirai. So Io Shirai, that version. Uh, versus Saray, who's all bubbly and happy and sunshine, and them colliding could be a really cool feud. I do like Saray a lot. Um, but uh, they, um, as I was watching this thing, there was a, some really, really good uh, back and forth. Saray hit that amazing running low drop kick against the bottom rope. She goes for it again, but Kai gets out of the way and then comes back with a big boot uh, to Saray in the ropes, caught up in the ropes. So that was really good. Um, then we see. Raquel Gonzalez walking in the parking lot with purpose, carrying her title belt. And I was like, ah, darn it. She's going to walk in and distract Dakota, and Dakota's going to lose the match to Saray. And, I mean, how does that help? I mean, I I guess it protects Saray, but they think it's going to protect Dakota Kai. But then shouldn't Saray be added to that title match? Like, Saray just beat the number one contender, regardless of your stupid distraction. But thankfully, they saved that booking for the main event. And the opening night, opening segment of the night, uh, was that before Raquel could get to the ring, um, Dakota Kai came back with that running uh, huge kick in the corner. She was hit like Saray was hitting a bunch of suplexes, but Kai was so resilient. She got out of it. She hit the big kick in the corner. She got the pin. One, two, three. Good for Dakota Kai. And um, she stands tall. And I think she was about to attack Saray in the corner again. She was. She was going to do her little runner on the thing. But uh, <laughs> Raquel Gonzalez slides in, and and Dakota Kai is taking one step toward running to Saray, sees Raquel and just beats cheeks right out of that ring. She, woof, that was some good stuff, man. I loved it. I thought that was really excellent. Um, uh, 
Listen, uh, Brandon Charles Powell brings up a point. He didn't want to see Soraya Dakota losing tonight, but with injuries and Vince on a rampage, I'll let it go tonight. Good opener, though. Um, I think Soraya's going to be fine. I don't think they're positioning her to do anything just yet. They can heat her back up with three three matches in a row or something. I mean, NXT is pretty good about not everybody has to win every match. If you look at the main roster, like somebody did one of those, uh, I don't know, was on I think it was on Reddit or something, uh, where they did one of those um, AEW charts of who ha- who has the best win loss in the women's division, who's the champion, what what their win loss is, uh, and then everybody else and and the the top contenders and like Sasha Banks, who's number one contender, is like three and five. And the number third contender is uh, Zelina, and she's 0-4 or whatever. Um, at least in NXT, every, people who are near the top have decent win-loss records. Um, and I feel like um, this is a setback for Saray, but she'll win the next one, and she might win the one after that, and we'll see where it goes from there. Um, but so Gonzalez chases her out of the ring. Gets the, gets the mic and says, um, this is all, all you had to do to get a title shot was ask, but now I'm going to tear you apart. Uh, I, I love it. It's great. Builds the hype for that match. Uh, that, that video package from, from Dakota last week was, was great. Dakota looking good in a win. To this tonight was even better. The thing that happened on main event, well, it's not. We'll not focus on it because they don't think it's canon. So why should we, right? Um. So remember how I said um, they were going to lo- they're losing the out of the office, out of the CWC uh, remote taped skit content. From L.A. Knight and uh, and Cameron Grimes, they're losing that Butler stuff. They're moving on to something else with that story. So you got to get more content outside of the, the, the pre-tape stuff. Some of that stuff that they do in NXT is really, really great, especially when it's the Garganos. So uh, they 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 had Dexter Loomis lose the Lover or Loser match. He was supposed to have lost her, but I guess Andy said we're not gonna we're not gonna let that happen. Um, so, so they, they had, um, a, a first date tonight it was all taped and everything was really well done. Uh, Indy getting ready in the bathroom, uh, Dexter Luma showing up with black roses, red roses painted black. Um, and Gargano talking to him in the, in the, in the front room, like he's a dad on prom night. Um, I, I, I thought, I thought it was really funny. I thought it was everything I, I wanted these to, 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 to be. I think it's a great start. Continue with them, please. Um, so uh, <laughs> Candace says, do you have protection? She says to Indy. He says, what are you talking about? I'm a former women's uh, tag team champion. I don't need protection. Oh, Indy, you're so naive. But I did, I did think it was all really good. You're going to have her home by 10, mister. Um, I, I thought this was uh, was was was. I, I think that the goofy segments um, can be terrible if they're poorly acted and poorly written. I thought this was good for both of those things. So that that's that's why I liked it. 
uh, I think it, I think it can have a place. Um, some little levity injected. I also love that they they uh, they they they're gonna track Indy and Dexter to the restaurant. Um, and we'll just talk about this whole thing right now. Uh, they do, uh, but it was everything I wanted. Dexter just staring straight ahead, not saying anything. Um, uh, Indy orders like half the menu for an appetizer. Uh, she won't shut up about chicken fingers, and then she can hear a radio being like really too way too loud. She tr- she follows the sound of it. Uh, is it's uh, Rebel Heart to Poisonous Pixie? Rebel Heart to Poisonous Pixie? <laughs> do you do you see the target over? And it's it is Johnny Gargano uh, on the radio, and and, <laughs> and Candice in a in a black trench coat with the, with a collar pulled up, sitting behind a newspaper. And uh, Indy's like, Johnny, leave us alone. We're on a date. And uh, Candace says, we're blown. Our cover is blown. The jig is up. Abort, abort. I repeat, abort. And she runs off. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, and then later in the night, after the meal, uh, they're about to have dessert. So who brings the dessert? But Johnny in a terrible wig and terrible, even worse mustache. Uh, Indy sees immediately through the disguise. And of course, because it's a cake, a coconut cake, um, it's uh, it's it ends up being struggled with tug of war with the cake and it ends up in Dexter's face. Uh, that's an old, terrible joke. Who like whenever there's a cake, it's going to wind up in somebody's face. It's a very easy trope in wrestling, especially WWE. But I really loved it because of uh, Dexter's reaction, which, of course, is to completely no sell it. Stare up at Johnny. And stare down at the table, and stare at, at Indy with the with the whole side of his face all covered in coconut cream. Um, it takes a lot to not break during stuff like that. I have a lot of respect for Dexter, the performer, to just perfectly keep a straight face in those giant eyes. I think it's really good. Uh. Cyclops, better than Wolverine, says, I love Candace and John going all in as their parents. I love it. There was a great moment where, like, do you, like, we, we can't be too hard on her. We, ha- we have to let her, her, her do her own thing, says Johnny. Like, do you want her to run away like, like Austin did? We, we, never, we haven't seen him. Like, nobody knows where Austin is. He's, he's, he's out there somewhere, half naked in the wilderness. And I thought to myself, what a great description of what it is to lose on main event just being half naked in the wilderness as he lost to odyssey jones on main event this week uh so poor austin he took his hobo bindle and left and we'll never see him again um I thought that was a really wonderful little string line of uh, through line of segments. I thought it was very funny. Um, so uh, Hit Row uh, does a, 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 a they're at an un, undisclosed location. Uh, they were going to let things go with the God of the Phantasma, but then they attacked from behind, stole Swerve's grill, disrespected us and our culture. Um, and then uh, Swerve Scott throws a lucha mask into drum fire. This is the one title that has not been mentioned for the next uh, two weeks. I don't know if they add it to uh, TakeOver or they add it to next week or they do it the Tuesday after TakeOver. 
but uh, obviously it's a it's a it's a Santos versus uh, Swerve match for the NXT for the for the, for the North American title. But we haven't everything else. I feel like has got something that, that's, that's going on with it. Women's tag titles not yet either. I think well they don't have anybody to wrestle right now, so that's a problem. Um, but I do love Hit Row. Uh, Ilya Dragunov, who many of you um, may not um, be familiar with if you don't watch NXT UK. I myself keep up with NXT UK by like watching clips. And if there's an amazing match, somebody says you got to watch it, I'll, I'll make sure I, I, I watch at least parts of it. Uh, so uh, I've seen in it's an, in it in their entirety two Ilya Dragunov matches, and that's on me, man. I, I just don't have time to watch as much as I should. Uh, but the two that I watched, holy hell, him versus Valter last year, and the one at one of the one of the uh, takeovers, the NXT UK takeovers versus Cesaro, that was fuck. That was friggin' I almost cursed. Very 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 good. Uh, Ilya Dragunov is 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 amazing. He's he's a very 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 special performer, um, and he says um, he comes out. He's wearing a turtleneck. Uh, Nerd Guru says uh, the Dragunov versus Cesaro is an absolute must watch. I agree. Uh, yeah, and if, if that, that Volter match from last year uh, was was pretty amazing as well. Um, Dragunov says uh, that he's never been a man of big words. Um, he talks about how words, uh, you know, I've been through so much pain. The struggle and the fighting have been, have been my words. I put my strength into my fists, not my mouth. That, that was, that was bad. That was like an Arnold Schwarzenegger. Let me see if I can get better. Um, um, we will witness chaos and rage. An unbeatable kingdom will fall when I end Walter's title reign. Take over 36 become the NXT UK champion. It's bad. Not great. I'll, I'll get better. Um, but then Pete Dunne shows up. And you know I love the Pete Dunne. The problem with Pete Dunne right here is he doesn't say I don't care. He doesn't He doesn't even say. He says, uh, he says, hey, mate, you owe me a big thank you because without me traveling the world with that NXT UK championship, I put the brand on the map I tell the entire continent on my back, then you wouldn't be competing against Walter at TakeOver. And you damn sure wouldn't be in my ring standing in front of the Banis Man in NXT. Um, and then I was like, listen, I, 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 I'm here not because of you. I'm here because of what I did. Um, I'm, I'm going to beat... Uh, I said, I will beat Walter Ateco for 36. Something that you cannot change. And that is something that you cannot do. Which is true. Pete Dunn lost to Walter. So, um, so, uh, um, but that's, that is in two weeks. So how about tonight you show me that your words are just as strong as your will to fight is when you Face me. Uh, I promise after tonight, you won't make it to take over. Uh, and so that, that's good. That's our, that's our main event. 
Pete Dunn versus you. I, I didn't think we were going to get a Pete Dunn versus Lee Dragon off match when when the night started. Uh, turned out to be a, a great match with a shit finish. Main roster booking. Uh, Mackenzie Mitchell in her, in her uh, interviews, LA Knights and Cameron Grimes. Uh, well, when the last time we saw you, you were walking out on your partner, Cameron Grimes. Listen, he's my butler, dummy. Yeah. And uh, he's a failure because he lost. I'm not a failure. I don't care what WWE said last week. Uh, he's a failure, and he'll see what it's like to win tonight. And uh, then they have uh, LA Knight come out and squash poor Andre Chase. Uh, <laughs> I guess they couldn't they couldn't find a suitable uh, um, uh, uh, local competitor because that dude. Uh, looked pretty decent in his match uh, in the first round of the uh, the breakout tournament, but uh, he got ruined with the quickness by L.A. Knight. Um, just, oh, wow. Uh, just, <laughs> um, then he, uh, he says, uh, why don't you shine my boot? Uh, to, to Cameron Grimes while he's standing there tall after him. And Met, Million Dollar Man Kate DiBiase comes out and he does not know his lines. Uh, Ted doesn't. He says, uh, this has gone too far. Uh, I know that you're a man of your word, but you're a man of your word. You're a man of your word uh, and but there's, there's, there's so much more that you can do. Like Teddy Biasi forgot the rest of that, that, that sentence. Hey, listen, happens to the best of us, but it was very noticeable. And uh, says, stop talking to him. Why are you out of here again, old man? You want to get you guys punched out again? Um, you need to shut your mouth. Uh, you Grimes can be whatever he wants to be. He just has to follow his heart. This is the Disney movie portion of the evening. But um, uh, he wants to be a champion. He just, and he thinks, and I think he can. Uh, if you if you put the title on the line, he'll become a champion. And he's like, no, 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 no. I've already beaten him twice. And you stop feeding lies to him. Uh, and he says, uh, uh, how about this? Third match, I'll beat him a third time. If I if I lose, he can have this belt or whatever. He'll never be a butler anymore. But if I win, when I win, he's not my butler anymore. You are. I don't think they're going to do that to Ted. I don't think they're going to have a, a Ted being the butler. Uh, I don't think they're going to have uh, Cameron Grimes lose again. So I think, uh, I think, at, at takeover, Cameron Grimes is going to beat um, L.A. Knight for that belt. Um, Grimes does not like the idea because he doesn't want he doesn't want to be on the hook for if if Ted has to be the butler. The only reason that I think that they might make Ted the butler is they would have Grimes. They might do this, and that might honestly be a really sweet gesture. If Ted if Grimes loses, let's say L.A. Knight cheats and Grimes loses, and Ted has to be the butler. Grimes would have to pay L.A. Knight to get Ted DiBiase out of the contract, 
to be the butler. He'd have to buy out Ted DiBiase's services as the butler. And L.A. Knight will say, will quote some crazy number that'll be all that Cameron Grimes has left. And we won't get any more rich Cameron Grimes character because I don't know how much longer that's going to last. But if they want to get out of that, that might be the way to do it. To have him not lose all his money in, in friggin' uh, um, it, it, like a gambling scheme or whatever, but to have him lose his money by doing the real good and just thing, which is to make to get Ted out of a bad situation that was that was that was what Cameron Grimes was responsible for by losing to LA Knight. And that would perfectly cement Cameron Grimes' face turn if he did that that magnanimous gesture. And he wouldn't have to be like broke. He wouldn't have to be Baron Corbin or something. He could just go back to being regular Cameron Grimes. Uh, the Nerd Guru says, uh, how much you want to bet Vince would call up L.A. Knight and give him the Mrs. Gimmick with a talk show called Tonight in L.A.? Get it? The night, the two night in L.A.? Yes, Vince would absolutely do this. Uh, uh, you don't have to be sorry for that, Nerd Guru. We, we all, we all, we've all been conditioned to think like Vince, and that's a very Vince thought. Um... So we get a, 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 a vignette with uh, Gigi Dolan. Uh, she's snipping heads off of roses, which is interesting because we've seen her with Mandy Rose. Uh, so it's interesting, like maybe that's the the gimmick now is that Mandy Rose is turning all her all these her recruits into like these amateur botanists. I'm not really sure. Um, So she says uh, it's a, it's about surviving and running through everyone in the division. Uh, she names a bunch of them. And that's uh, nine to five. You make sure you watch watch your back and watch as I dominate. I'm not doing it alone either. I'm like, oh, with Mandy Rose? And yes, but not, not on the show tonight. Um, uh, she's out there with uh, JC Jane, who's her little uh, valet, I guess. Uh, and Gigi Dolan uh, faces Amari Miller, who I don't believe we've seen before. Uh, you know who I miss? Zeta Ramir. Remember her a little while ago? A few months ago, she had that shock victory over Tony Storm uh, and looked really good doing it. She had a shooting star press off the top rope to beat Tony Storm. I miss Zeta Ramir. If she's not hurt currently, she should be on TV more. Um, she doesn't have to win every match. She can. She, you can build her up over time. But I think she's really, really interesting. Uh, and I'd like to see her more on television, please. Uh, Gigi Dolan looked good tonight. Uh, she got a lot of potential. I liked her promo. I like her look. I like her charisma. Um, and uh, she seems to have that effortlessness of being a heel, especially with that punk vibe with the really bright hair and all the leather and stuff. It. It it seems um, it seems like uh, it seems like she might be a, a, a more natural fit as as what heel Ruby Riot was because Ruby Riot never worked to me as a heel. She's just too naturally a, a decent good human being, um, and she they they made her put on that persona and it never really fit 
only because like, oh, look, she's got piercings. She must be a heel. No. But Gigi Dolan, that fits. So I think that might be something that might work for her. She did this really cool, like, um, her finishing maneuver was something i never seen before. It was like an uh, abdominal stretch bomb. Like, she got the abdominal stretch on and then just flipped her over onto the back of her head. I like it. Um, so, uh, <laughs> we, we have, um, a podium in the ring with a bunch of PC. Those guys, um, all appear. Oh, oh, so not only was there a no, um, members of the lollipop guild edict, but also nobody in their thirties. That was a thing that came through. Um, and, uh, those guys in the ring playing security guards were all definitely not members of the lollipop guild and all of them were definitely not over 30. So I think the edict's starting to work. Uh, one of those dudes, uh, was Rick Steiner's kid. And one of those dudes was also, um... Parker Boudreaux, the guy who everyone thinks looks like Brock. Um, so that was interesting. Um, but anyway, they're all out there to run security for this face-to-face between O'Reilly and Cole. And what it is is it's to announce that it's going to be a two out of three falls match at TakeOver. Each guy gets to pick one stipulation. And if it goes to the third fall, then the stipulation is one that Regal picks. So... Um, Kyle says it first. He says, I'm going to pick a straight-up wrestling match because it really sticks in my craw that I lost to Adam Cole in a straight-up wrestling match when I know I'm the better wrestler. And then Adam Cole says that his match is going to be a street fight. Um, so it's basically their first two matches, <laughs> basically. Uh, uh, and then there's going to be a third because there's always going to be a third in a two out of three falls match. But I liked the promos they cut on one another. Adam Cole, baby. What do we think, people? Um, there's there's a rumor going around that he was offered a million dollars a year to stay in WWE, get called up, dragged down to the main roster. What do we think? Should he take that? After seeing several of his friends get fired unceremoniously, while he was meeting with with Vince, um, what do we think? Should, is money everything? Because I because I think the competition would pay him at least seventy five percent of that, and then on top of that, he could earn all kinds of money in in merch sales and everything else. Uh, he'd get to work uh, alongside his girlfriend, Bit Baker, with all of his best friends from New Japan who were all in AEW. He'd get to do actually good storylines um, and wrestle people like a, a, a who's who, a, a, like an absolute murderer's row of the best workers in the world uh, where he could have dazzling matches with the likes of everybody, including, I don't know, Brian frigging Danielson. 
Leonard Guru says, if I'm Adam Cole, the only way I see. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. I was offered to be the guy that beats Roman Reigns, anything less, and I'm all elite. Well, he could be offered that. That's the thing. Uh, Vince is a liar. He's a serial liar. So he could say, ah, we got plans for you, kid. You're going to be the guy who beats Roman Reigns. And then, oops, plans change. Sorry, kid. We had some, we had a different idea. Um, Cyclops says he would take the money. Even if he gets cut, AW would want him. Yes, that's true. My point is, it's the money... And the worst creative in all of professional wrestling. So that can me lowers the amount of money I'm making because I have to I have to work at WWE. Um uh and uh and what is if you were telling me that the offer was a million dollars a year from Vince McMahon and a hundred thousand dollars a year from Tony Khan, I'd be like, Yeah, I could see that. Take the money. But if it's a million dollars a year from Vince McMahon and eight hundred dollars a year from Tony Khan, like AEW all the way, I, I, I can't, I can't even fathom. After what happened on Friday, I can't even fathom anybody deciding to stay in NXT or be called up to the main roster. Um, Seller Joseph Lopez says that they are totally recycling TakeOver uh, Toronto between uh, Gargano and Cole. It's the same match with the exact same steps and Regal picking the cage for the third. Yeah. Yeah, they, they don't they don't seem to have many different ideas. I think the match is going to hump. But, you know, uh, what I want, <laughs> what I want is them to just frigging come out and do it. Not only is it two out of three falls, not only are these three falls the stipulations, but it's a loser leaves NXT match. And then when Adam Cole loses, you got to wonder, did he lose because he's being called up slash dragged down? Or did he lose because he's out the door and going someplace else? That would be fun for me. Um, 
I did like the promos they caught up opposite each other. Um, say uh, Kyle Riley saying, um, "I've learned under your tutelage how to be a heartless son of a bitch." So you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna wish that you hadn't taught me so well in our match. And Cole says, "Of course you learned. I've been teaching you for 13 years." Been mentoring you for 13 years, and for 13 years you've been writing my coattails, trying to be me, and you've been a failure. I thought it was a really simple uh, promotion, a uh, promotion promo, back and forth, well done. Eventually, it comes to blows. Of course, it does, and the security guy's got to get involved. And Mass Regal says, um, "I thought this would happen. Well, if it, if it's good with third fall, that third fall will be within the confines of a steel cage." Uh, yep. So that'll be fun. Uh, what do you guys think? Ballpark. 50, 55 minutes for the whole deal. I mean, it's, it's going to be a takeover main event. I think I'm pretty sure we're going to do that for the main event. Yeah. 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 I don't, I mean, maybe you're going to do Joe versus cross. But I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not really sure. I think they might do a thing where, like, Joe and Cross come to blows backstage, and so they they have to do that match first because otherwise they can't keep them apart for the rest of the night. Maybe. Um. There was a a a little backstage promo cut. By uh, Champa and Thatcher, mostly Champa. Uh, you, they had we 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 were, we were all there, ready to beat up uh, Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan, but they had to bring Ridge Holland back to get him a win. Um, Ridge was chosen; they chose him, they brought him in. He's not he's not seasoned, at, like the business chose us. That's what we're here. We're here for the business, this business, and. Uh, that's for you, Jeremy. Um, and Champa and Timothy Thatcher have been, been, been going around the whole time, right? Um, been traveling the world doing this for years. Um, how about this? Um, uh, <laughs> how about this? Um, if we, uh, how about we have Tommaso Champa versus Ridge Holland? And Timothy Thatcher says, with all due respect, Ridge Holland versus Timothy Thatcher. And Ciampa agrees, which means to me, this, this is Ridge Holland beats the hell out of, Ridge, uh, out of uh, Timothy Thatcher. Uh, and then he has to go one-on-one with Ciampa as a, as a retribution or whatever kind of thing. Revenge match. And Ciampa will probably lose that too. Um, man, it's just so weird to think of Ciampa... In, in in whatever Vince's version of NXT is going to be, that's that's a guy who I hope just straight up leaves. Like, I, I mean, I know he, he he moved his whole family to Orlando, built a life there. Says I don't ever want to leave. He doesn't want to go to the main roster. Maybe he wants to go somewhere else where he can actually do some good stuff. Because there's a lot more of Champa I'd like to see outside of NXT's creative. Because that thing that was going around of like, when was the time? What, what made you like? Go, you know, uh, stop loving NXT. People were like, it was Ciampa and Gargano. Well, I mean, yeah, it got a little melodramatic near the end, but 
they kept going back to the well too often. There was nothing like that feud when it started. And that was that they did everything they could do with it. And then NXT was like, hey guys, want to do it again? And I and I think I think that that's not their fault, certainly. It's it's the fault of the bookers who decided to run that shit back over and over and over and over and over again. And enough rematches doesn't matter how good the people are. The Niguru says, once again, he would like Tommy and Timmy and Kevin Owens. Um, uh, yeah, no, if they're, if they're going to do a, 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 a triple threat, uh, sorry, six-man tag, Oni and Pete and Ridge uh, and Tommy and Timmy to get somebody, Kevin Owens is my pick. Let's do that. I'd like that very much. Um, maybe the great the great thing to end the, the, the vignette that I love so much, which is that Champa throws this folding chair he's sitting in into the garage door behind him, and then Timothy Thatcher just smiles really big and crazy. I love it. I love Tommy and Timmy, and I love friendship. Um. So there, there was there was uh, Fa- Marcel and Fabian. We're going to talk about how they're the blah 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 blah. They were going to protect the purity of the sport by any means necessary. It's weird when you have the two guys from Germany talking about the purity of something that has to be protected from people like MSK. I don't know. Uh, MSK uh, they interrupt with their own vignette and they they mock the promo and they say, you know what? If you want to shot the titles, all you got to do is let us know. Uh, later in the night, that match is made for next week, uh, for next Tuesday, MSK versus Imperium, uh, as well as um, we see Malcolm Bivens coming out of Re- William Regal's um, <laughs> office, seeing two gigantic young lads guarding the door and giving them each his business card. And he leaves, and William Regal comes out, and he says that uh, we're going to have Kushida versus Roderick Strong for the cruiserweight title next week. So the n- next week is loaded. That's two big time t- title matches next week. Um, I'm very excited about Kushida versus Strong should be great. Uh, R.I.P. One half of of Diamond Mine. I mean, as far as we know, Hideki Suzuki is is um, is only uh, the coach. Bivens doesn't wrestle, so really the only people who were in the Diamond Mind, like actually wrestlers, was Roderick Strong and Tyler Rust. And one of them got fired unceremoniously last week, and they are not even allowed to bring him up, I guess. Uh, SKC Music Guy GK underscore 03 says that he would like DIY versus Young Bucks, please. Yeah. Uh, if Gargano and Champa were to leave, they should immediately reform DIY and uh, just go anywhere they damn please and wrestle amazing tag matches because those two guys were amazing. If they were lined up in in AEW as DIY, as Champa and Gargano, joining forces again, uh, DIY versus the Young Bucks, sure. DIY versus the Lucha Bros, absolutely. DIY versus, oh, I don't know, FTR. Those were some of the best tag matches I've ever seen in my life. I don't care. Let's run it back and do it again in the other company. Absolutely. 
Odyssey Jones versus Trey Baxter. Trey Baxter, they they had him uh, shave a little goatee. Uh, he's clean shaven now, or at least mostly. He's got a little little patch on the chin, but they had him get rid of the mustache. Maybe he looked too evil. Um, but Odyssey Jones uh, wins this. Uh, Baxter is admirably trying to chop the big man down, but really Odyssey Jones does a big splash in the corner. And then his weird like backdrop turned into a sidewalk slam thing that he does that I really like. And he's just squishes him. Like it, Trey Baxter was not booked to have much of a chance against Odyssey Jones. So it's got, we got Jones um, in the final, which they haven't announced for takeover, but I, I'm thinking they might have a huge post takeover NXT show. Like, it might be, like, women's tag titles. They'll figure out who at some point. Um, and the North American Championship, Swerve versus Santos, and the final of the breakout tournament. Because next week uh, is the other semifinal match, uh, which is Carmelo Hayes versus uh, versus Duke Hudson. And I really love both of those guys, and I, I don't want either of them to lose. Because I want both of them to win the tournament, and it's not possible, unfortunately. Uh, so, uh, oh, Jones gets interviewed at ringside. He's very excited. He's ready to break out for the world to see. Uh, sends a message home to his mama. I thought it was good. The crowd seems to love Odyssey Jones. Uh, he seems to be a gregarious sort. People seem to like him. Sure, absolutely. Let's do some more of that. Um, Seller Justin Lopez says, um, Odyssey Jones and Duke Hudson final, they're the only two in the tournament I see that have it. Uh, I see more and more why Odyssey is a Vince favorite. Uh, yeah, man, if you can't see that Carmelo Hayes has it, you ain't watching Carmelo Hayes. Like That guy has it written all over him in, 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 in Sharpie. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I love Carmelo Hayes. I really, 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 really like Duke Hudson. But I love Carmelo Hayes, man. I think He's definitely wrong for the new NXT, which is a problem. Um, but Odyssey Jones has already basically been called up. And it'd be weird if you had a guy win the breakout tournament and then like show up on Raw the next week. So I honestly don't know what they're going to do. The breakout tournament is supposed to be a guy who breaks out into NXT and breaking out of NXT into the main roster, man. Um, anyway. Oh, Manny Rose uh, tweeted to take credit for Gigi Dolan's win. So that's a thing. Um, Boa, uh, Says there's like he does a little promo beforehand saying there's no no disobedience will not be tolerated or something, so he comes out to the ring. He's gonna face Drake Maverick. Poor Drake Maverick probably shouldn't have been um probably shouldn't uh have have argued so vociferously to stay on the roster. <laughs> I mean, at the time, I totally get it. Like the pandemic, everyone was super scared of it. They should still be, but they're not. But at the time, everyone was scared of the pandemic, and everyone was like, "Oh no! Oh, what, what are we gonna do? Um, they fired me. I'm so scared. Where's my Where's my next meal gonna come from?" I get it. But in hindsight, 
Um, <laughs> in hindsight, he created out of whole cloth from like from nothing, created one of the most fun fan favorite um, tag teams in recent NXT memory with him and Killian Dane together. And then Killian Dane gets released and he's jobbing out to Boa as just a guy, not like Drake Maverick, the guy who has all this charisma, but like just a guy, a body to lose. Um, Drake gets some, some offense in at least he takes Boa down to the floor. Um, but <laughs> he slams Boa's knee into the edge of the apron and he turns around and, uh, and then, um, uh, 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 uh Mei Ying, the 500 year old dragon lady, uh, 5,000 year old. I'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't want to misage her. I know how women are about that kind of thing. Um, uh, she doesn't look a day over 4,000. I'll tell you that much. Uh, she vapes right in his face. That's metal. In your lungs, um, and uh, and 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 Drake Maverick can't take it because there's so much metal in his lungs. So yeah, he he is he he rolls back into the ring and gets kicked in the head and gets pinned. Um, so so Boa's winning matches now. The Guru says that he wouldn't put it past Vince to make the breakout tournament. Reward be a Raw or SmackDown contract since NXT is officially dead and developmental now. I wouldn't put it past Vince either. But here's the thing. That would imply that there's a storyline to be had. They would just, they would probably rather just have Odyssey Jones show up on Raw or SmackDown and never explain why he's there or where he came from. Just a big, just a big dude in a singlet. Where did you come from? I don't know. Harlem originally. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if somebody would show up on Raw and they'd be like, where did you come from? Well, I won this contract in a breakout tournament on NXT. You should watch it. It's Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. on on USA Network. Um, There's a lengthy video package on Samoa Joe and Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross does most of the talking in it. Um, This is them trying to build back hype for this match that has been ruined by all of Karrion Cross on the main roster. Like, it's just, I don't, just, can we have the match already, please? Please, can we have the match already? I'm so done. I'm so, so, so done with this. It's just prolonging the inevitable. Cross has to go up. Now, here's the other thing that I, I honestly wouldn't put it past him either. Cross wins versus Samoa Joe. And then they have him abdicate the title. Because he doesn't want it anymore. Because now I'm a main roster superstar and that's all that matters. They could do that. Speaking of other things that are going to happen at TakeOver, Kevin Steets says that uh, Adam Cole should tell them that he's leaving. 
and then Kyle O'Reilly will win the first two two, two falls in less than five minutes. <laughs> to bury Adam Cole. You chose the wrong side, pal. I'm going to make sure you'll never draw a dime. Uh, that's not how it works anymore, Big Vince. Um, I, I, uh, I'm very excited for Samoa Joe to get back in action. Um, I'm very excited for him to be champion of NXT again, the first ever three-time champion, and then see what they do beyond that. Be interesting. Um, uh, Pete Dunn versus Ilya Dragunov is great. Ah, jeez, I'm so I love this. Pete Dunn's one of my one of my one of my low key f- most favorite wrestlers in WWE of the past five years since I since since that first ever NXT U, U, uh, U, uh, UK Championship tournament that run where he just could not be controlled by Regal, by Triple H, or anybody else in the tournament. And he never spoke. It was just really cool. A star-making performance. And him putting over Tyler Bate made Tyler Bate. Um, which, you know, they never did anything with. But uh, they they could have. Uh, and and I loved I loved that match versus Tyler Bate to become champion. It, uh, I thought that that he did a really great job as champion. Uh, the match that he lost the title to Walter was great. I've, I've been a fan of his his entire run NXT UK NXT. Um, that guy's contract is up. Like now. What do you think? Should Pete should Pete Dunn resign? You think Pete Dunn should resign? I don't think Pete Dunn should resign. What, 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 why would anybody resign? I'm sorry. Why would anybody resign with it? With like, because Pete Dunn's an amazing wrestler. Is he 5'8? Like, Vince, Vince is never going to book that guy in the right way. Like, just get out. Just get out. The best he could hope for is Chad Gable's career on the main roster. Get out. Go, go. like, like, I, if his contract just expires, like he doesn't sign another one, he's not released from it. It doesn't, it doesn't just it just expires. Then he can show up the next day in AEW or wherever. Just get the hell out, man! Everyone should just leave out. Just, 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 just leave. Pete Dunne is far too talented. Just, to, just the matches that he could have elsewhere, anywhere else. There are guys I'd love to see him wrestle in Impact. Hell, can can we get a can we get a, a decent match between him and Jonathan Gresham? This match was phenomenal. I loved the match. Hated the finish, as Brandon Charles Powell says. Excellent match, but the finish was anticlimactic. They just pinned him. They were going back and forth. Who's going to get their finisher on the other guy? And the finisher, of course, is the Torpedo Moscow, which is like his running, diving headbutt thing that he does. Um, and he's about to hit it when Walter's music hits. So 
he kicks Pete Dunne out of the ring to the floor and then starts jawing, jawjacking with, with Walter. Uh, well, Walter's not talking, but Ilya's yelling at him. Um, and so he gets attacked from behind, hit with the bitter end, the finisher that, that Pete Dunne's been trying to hit on him for 10 minutes and can't, and finally does because there's a distraction. And he pins. Top contender to the NXT UK Championship off a distraction. Not after not after cheating. Didn't like roll him up and get the tights. Just I mean, that's as close. Like, what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> what are you protecting Pete Dunn for? Are you saying, well, we we let you beat Ilya Dragunov? Do you want to stay now? So nobody else can have you. We won't use you, but uh, they they made a they had a, did a great job making both guys look great in the match. But man, if you can't figure out a way to have the top content, like just 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 have somebody pin the other guy. They're two great wrestlers. And also probably have the number one contender for your for your NXT UK championship being contested in 12 days at TakeOver. Man. And then, of course, Vulture gets in the ring to attack him afterwards. Um... And uh, and he he slaps him once, but then Dragunov's able to hit his torpedo Moscow, which knocks Walter out of the ring. So Dragunov gets to stand tall, holding the belt, even though he lost. I did love the interaction between Pete Dunne and Walter, though. Pete Dunne, now a heel, uh, gets to look at, at Walter and go, Man, just shrugs. I don't, whatever. I'm a, I'm a, I, I'm Pete Dunne. I don't care. I don't care. You beat him up. I don't care. Uh, and then he leaves. Um, Bid Moon says that uh, Pete Dunn needs to run to AEW to sell botched super kicks. Oh, well, I guess he could. Certainly, certainly possible. Um, if this is the beginning of of what is. What is if this is the beginning of what is going to be a slow descent into just terrible, terrible NXT like this takeover? I was saying last week it could make or break this place. This place, it, it, it looks like no matter how good the takeover is, it it's not going to matter because Vince is going to come in with his grubby little main roster pause and ruin the whole thing. Honestly. I mean, like, not, not, not to be too Buddy Murphy about this, but, but getting released from from NXT when there are really so many options out there now, including a serious major competitor. Um, I 
I mean, it's got to feel like you're being released from prison, right? Like, at least, like, oh, a, a re- the governor called with a reprieve from death row. Valab says, really, dude, how hard is it to keep challengers strong? I don't know. They don't like to do it. They don't like to do it. They don't like to keep champions strong either. Or or they got to keep everybody strong. DQ finishes all around. I um I really hope that NXT isn't headed down that path to the Michael McGillicuddy version again because that was really hard to watch. Uh, and I, I honestly don't know what to say, you know. I don't I don't want the the regular NXT on the YouTube, no paywall. I don't want it to become sour graps because I know my my anti-WWE main roster booking screeds are not for everybody. But I kind of call them like I see them. Right now they're at a crossroads. NXT can be great again. But you got to wonder if it's going to be. It, it doesn't... doesn't appear like they want it to be releasing all those people and that edict going around um thanks everybody for uh for watching please subscribe to fightfulselect.com leave a like drop something in the comments i might reply to it you never know um and uh yeah, uh, 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 subscribe, turn on notifications. Brought to you by uh, allform.com slash Fightful. I've been your host, Alex Palowski. I please, please don't, NXT, don't book yourself into a corner where you're making me say this every week. I don't want to. I don't want to have to say about NXT, that everything sucks.